was a beautiful song. An increase will accompany us this year in the name of Jesus. Happy New Year once again. To those that are watching this year, it's, it's going to be a year of great wonders in the name of Jesus. Good to see your faces. Hallelujah. And of course, uh, my wife and my children have not been here for a while. So uh, they are here. We are glad to be here. Hallelujah. And we bring the greetings from our church in Abuja. The church is doing well. And they send their greetings. They are with us in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Just briefly today, because uh, it will just be a prelude to what we're going to be doing this week. Please, I beg of you, by the mercies of God, be here on Tuesday. I'll be taking the Bible study on Tuesday. The Lord has a message for you. Um, I always believe that the time of the word, of the, the teaching of the word, is a time that strategies are released. There's a conference um, my team and I were listening to for the past couple of days. There's a session, about four-hour session, uh, about three speakers for those four hours. It took me 12 hours to listen to that session. Pause, rewind, pause. Because the word, trust me, the word is a time strategies are released. Most good preachers, they go back to listen to their own sermon. Why? So that when all of you are blessed with that word, <laughs> the preacher himself will be <laughs> So the time of the word is the time strategies are released. Trust me. The time strategies are released. And I pray for you, especially during this FOC period, that the spirit of revelation will rest on you. So please be here on Tuesday and on, so on, on Saturday at 9 a.m. We're going to have great men of God uh, uh, talk to us in the World Conference. So um, I'm going to tell you more about that. But today is going to be just a prelude uh, briefly for the next uh, about 20 minutes and see how we're going to look at this um, sermon I titled Harvest of Wonders. Somebody say that. Somebody say that. Please turn your Bibles with me to Amos 9.13. I wanted us to read 13 to 15, but both of time, let's just stay on 13. Um, can you help me with good news translation? If you can display it, all of us will shout it together. Do you have good news? God bless you. Oh, God bless you. This is what I want. Can we read it together? I will say it. Yes. One, two, go. Shout it one more time. Again, one to go. Yeshua Amashiach, I pray for the spirit of revelation to rest on people today. I pray for people's eyes to be opened. I pray for strategies for the year to be released in the name of Jesus. Church, your eyes are open. Church, your eyes are open. I said your eyes are open. The spirit of revelation rests on you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Harvest of wonders. So let's just look at the context here. This chapter 9 of Amos is a short 
book is one of the minor prophets. Is a minor. It's called a minor prophet because his book is short, not because he's, he's not he's a real prophet. <laughs> but this chapter nine, and I want us to get the context. Amos is a is a prophet like Isaiah. All they have been shouting and been warning, we will beat you, you will chop king. That's how they be. So at, at almost the end of his book, he's giving hope. Similar to Isaiah. You know, we, we read this, uh, we, 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 we just recite some of these verses. Comfort him, comfort him, my people. Uh, speaking comfortably unto Jerusalem. It's good to read the Bible in context. You read the whole Bible so that you can understand the context. That comforting my people was in chapter 40. Of Isaiah. So for the first 39 chapters, he was bashing them, bashing them. Judgment is coming. You will be perished. You will do this. So after after 39 chapters, okay, comfort. <laughs> Speaking comfortably to Jerusalem. It seems to be too harsh on you guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the context here is also similar. Amos has been harsh, has been shouting warnings, has been doing this. But he got to a time. He came with the word of hope. No matter what has been happening in, your, in the previous years of your life, this chapter is a chapter of hope. Amen. I said this chapter is a chapter of hope. Amen. So, it says, a time is coming that the corn will grow faster than it can be harvested. Which means, you know, there's planting uh, season, harvest season. Uh, Lagos children will not understand that one. <laughs> So, which means there's a time that when you've planted and you're harvesting, the land is supposed to, you know, it should give it time. You harvest, you clear the ground, then you now plant. Now, he's saying that, which means that something I want us to note here. He didn't say that the size of the land will increase. Get it? He didn't say that you, you've been farming on one acre. Now you start farming on five acres. It's still the same one acre. But you know, you plant corn. Let me use corn. At least all of us chop corn. <laughs> three months. It takes three months for corn to grow. So, and farmers, I wanted to go to corn uh, farming sometimes. One of my mentors just told me that those three months, you are, you are going to be on the farm every day. But after you finish applying uh, weeding, you go apply pesticide, apply this one, apply herbicide, apply this, till you harvest. And the only time you have to rest is when you harvest it. You really want to harvest corn, uh, do corn plantation. But when you have done, you've done that harvest, you expect that you will clear for one month, you do this, you will now plow again and plant again. Now the Bible is saying that you know that you are, you are doing that, you expect the corn to grow in three months. The corn will just grow in one month. Hallelujah. It just come. Now the corn will grow so fast, you know that you know that you know that normally when you plant an acre, any any wise farmer. I plant an acre. He knows that, oh, I need 10 people to harvest it. I need three baskets or uh, three warehouse. This is where we store our... You, you get my point? Like, Coca-Cola knows that we produce, uh, say, one million bottles a day. When you're producing the bottle, you have warehouse. You, you, it would be stupid of you to say, you, you are telling people to produce, produce. You don't have somewhere to store it. So, anybody that knows their capacity, knows that there is a warehouse, to keep it. But he's saying that the corn will grow faster than it can be harvested. The wine will grow, I mean, the grapes will grow faster than the wine can press it, which means you've planned that this is one acre. This is what you've been doing before. It will be so fast that your warehouse cannot even contain it. So, the same thing 
harvest of wonders. The same thing you've been doing. But when the breath of God comes on it, you are not going to get extra help. You are not buying extra land. Do you, do you understand? I hope some, I don't, I don't strategies will release. You are not buying extra land. That same thing has the breath of God in it. And something that has been producing 10,000 for you will start producing 1 million. Where do you want to keep it? Now, when I read this, towards the end of the year, I've been ruminating on this verse. It's been, it's been disturbing me. Let me use that word. So, especially when, please help me display that, that verse again. When, when we now go to that uh, wine side, that the grapes will grow faster. Maybe because I started my career in Coca-Cola. So, I understand, and I'm a microbiologist. So, we understand brewing. We understand what it takes to make wine or juice. Uh, Amos 9, uh, 13. He said, the wine, the grapes will grow faster than the wine can be made. So, in my mind, I just look at it. Hey, go and get an extra production line now, Abby. Or three more production lines. Because what is coming, that's your two production lines. Cannot take it anymore. So, you need to go and get capacity. Somebody say capacity. capacity. Somebody say capacity. capacity. In the next 10 minutes, I'm just going to open our eyes to how to develop capacity for the coming harvest. See, we are praying, you know, I've told you, harvest is coming. Harvest is coming. Harvest is coming. At times, the reason why God doesn't have answers on prayers is that we don't have the capacity to handle the answer. The harvest that is coming this year do you have the capacity? Do you have the stamina? Uh, there is a song that we used to sing in those days in secondary school. It's a worldly song. It's a more money, more money we come across. Have you heard that? More money we come around. Ah, more, 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 just. <laughs> more problems we see. So, uh, we, were, we were somewhere, and anybody was saying in the video that. Um, that the person that has only two pairs of shoes, one black, one brown, does not have problem dressing up for church. Because if you don't wear the black shoe, you will wear the brown shoe. But someone that has like 75 pairs of okay, I think I wore this one three weeks ago. You know, no, four Sundays ago, it was this one I wore. Okay, ah, I think seven Sundays ago. to choose you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but on a serious note, when you are, when harvest is coming, when harvest comes, this kind of harvest that comes, if you don't develop the capacity, eh, that's your equipment will crumble. Imagine someone that has a, is it, can I call it a weighing beam that can carry, say, 1,000 tons. That's what you've been carrying. Now, there's harvest of 10,000 tons. If you put 10,000 tons on that beat, it will crash. So, what kind of capacity do you need to develop for the common harvest? Number one, build your mind. Build your mind. We can spend hours on this, build your mind. Because you need to first have a mind shift. 
You need to first receive that harvest in your mind. You need to first see that harvest coming. You need to first see the wonders in your mind. Have a mind shift. Let me tell you what is called a mindset. In, uh, in engineering, I think civil engineering. Please, uh, Jerry is here, I think. Uh, I'm not an engineer, although I'm the son of an engineer. Uh, uh, degrees are not, are not transferable. They <laughs> <laughs> are not heritable. But, but in engineering, uh, especially civil, when they, um, when they pour concrete on the mold, on the cast, it's in semi-liquid form. In fact, you can carry it with your hand. But when they leave that concrete in a, in a mold and air blows on it for a while, that concrete becomes so thick, so strong. The, the engineer said the concrete has set. Now, mindset is that things have been coming into your head in liquid form. You hear information from here, you hear information from here, you see things from here, and then it settles in your mind. And after a while, because it has settled for so long in your mind, after a while, it sets, it becomes a mindset. Now, when the concrete that has set, when is to be broken and to be removed, how do you remove it, engineer? You will several jacking, all those kind of things. But the Bible says the word of God is sharper than the two-edged sword. So when you want to remove a, a negative mindset, what do you use? The word of God. Who are you? Who you be? The word of God helps you to shift your mind. Helps you to take negativity out of your mind. Who says you are not qualified for blessing? Who says that it is not? Do you understand? I, I, I don't wonder. Although people can say that uh, uh, it's another thing, though. But I just wonder. They want to share one thing. They have someone has something to give everybody. Why should it not be me? No, give, give me a reason why that one thing should not come to me. It's a mindset. Why should it not be me? Why? Why should it be another person? What can I? What did, what did I use to do it? That. <laughs> Do you understand Why should that thing, that good thing, not come to me? Tell your neighbor, why should it not come to me? They ask him to tell him, he give you a good reason why it should not be me that will be blessed. Hallelujah. Mind shifts. Shifts your mind. The word of God is the only thing that can break negative mindsets. Time is gone. We will talk better on Saturday. So build your mind. Read books that will build your mind. That will build your mind. Um, there's something that uh, someone says, especially when you are training your children, you don't have money to send them on vacation to London, to America. Don't worry. How can you build the mind of your children? The kind of books introduced to them. Let them read what happens in London. You can build. Do you understand my point? You can build their mind. You don't have the money. Do you understand? We cannot go on vacation. We cannot travel out. But you can buy them books. Yes, sir. Build your mind this year. 
Build your mind. Tell your neighbor, build your mind this year. Number two, build capacity. Build capacity. Some of us may need to take an extra degree. Some of us may need to abandon. I saw you in secular. We need to abandon that course you went to study 15 years ago. Go ready go. I saw a secular that technical schools are now to unbundle computer science into cyber security, data analysis. Because the, the artificial intelligence, thank you, sir. The days of I went to study BSc computer science. Oh, what are you computer science in now? I think about five, ten years ago, you were saying me that if you want to study mechanical in school, you are you are almost outdated. It's now it's now auto automation, and then, so mechanical and electrical is now coming together. Thank you, sir. Mechatronics. Do you understand? So you may need to take an extra course. Don't worry that hey, I change my wife's See, uh, there's something that people used to say. If you don't, if you're supposed to start a, a degree now, and the degree will take three years, whether you start it or not, three years will pass. Yeah. In three years you go. So it is the time will not wait for you. Let time wait to I'm waiting for him to make up his mind. Before you know it, three, the three years have passed. And it's not too late. So I, I read a I read a publication. So that we don't put people under unnecessary pressure. I read a publication. Now, a number of people who broke evil, who made, who built multi-million dollar empires, a lot of them started after 60. KFC started after retiring. 70. Until retired, he has finished, he has finished one career. He now went to build an empire. So there's not, it's not to tell your neighbor, it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. Build capacity this year. Go back to school. And school of these days is not like the school of our days that you have to come get physically. There are several online. online courses that you can take. There are several. Build capacity this year. When the harvest is coming, see, don't let don't let people deceive you that some God will just rain harvest. God will not rain harvest like that supernaturally on in the, at the back of your household. Do you understand? If we use these things, oh, I'm looking for some, for instance, they can just say, I'm looking for someone who has uh, a background in mechanical engineering with uh, any touch of cyber security and data analysis. And you just want to take cyber security and data analysis. Or because you have mechanical engineering. So what are the odds of these three combining together? That is the miraculous God will do. That, what are the odds of someone finishing mechanical engineering and then going to study cyber security and artificial intelligence. That the odds are very small. But God will make it that they want someone with cyber security, or they will put a condition that the person must have a background in engineering just for you. That is how God blesses people. So I don't I told you the spirit of revelation will rest on you. Strategies are released here. You may need to go back to school. Lastly, because of our time. Number one is what? Your mind. Number two is what? Your 
Number three, build strategic relationship. Build strategic relationship. Because you didn't do business today, doesn't mean you can't do business tomorrow. Because the person didn't pay you today, just talk to them anyhow. Keep relationship. Build, re go, go, uh, uh, knowingly, like make deliberate efforts to build relationships. It's just because of our time. Relationships are not cheap. I will have shown you what, when, you, when we close the gift of a man, make it way for him. Before the, it's not the gift of your talent, though. It's that when you are going to the king, you carry a gift. That's what the Bible is saying. Why read it in any contemporary version? The gift of a man, make it way for him and make him to stand before kings. It's not that because you know how to sing, it will now make way for you. No, it's that when you are going to a king, you don't go empty handed. So why you say, even in, in Yoruba land, you don't go and visit a king empty handed? Is that gift you take when you are building relationships and you are building mentorships and giving up a little gift? Opens doors. Let's go now. Time is gone. Build your mind. Build capacity. Build strategic relationship. Say, Father, help me this year to prepare for the harvest. Come on, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, help me this year to prepare for the harvest. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to build my mind in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to build capacity in the name of Jesus. Help me to build relationships in the name of.